Hi, Bob and Joyce listeners. Today, we salute you, the frontline HROD professionals who are out there doing the tough work every day to help move people and their organizations forwards. We really salute you as heroes that must thread the needle on what is best for the organizations and employees and doing this all while staying grounded. Uh, We talk from our own experience, we talk from observations, but at the end of the day, this episode is an honor and a salute to the tough and great work that HROD professionals do day in, day out. Enjoy the show. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Joyce. Let's let's slow down because it's so hot. hot. Yes, and I have a fan blowing on me. And do you know that this meeting is being recorded? <laughs> I don't know why that irritates me so. Yeah, well, this is being recorded for quality assurance. <laughs> Not. <laughs> Whenever I get that message, I'm like, okay, I don't think that's the only reason you're recording this. Right. <laughs> Any rate, anyway. uh, let's, it's hot. Uh, and I've know, got something on my mind. Well, let's get it out and we'll just kind of get into a, a well, good as, group. As I was, I was thinking about, um, first of all, the, the lack of definition sometimes in the OD role and um, how one of the things I used to do was support HR for tough terminations or whatever. I'd either be a third party or they'd send them the person that was being let go to come kind of spill their guts to me until we put some support in place, if that makes sense anyway. But I I was just thinking of um, (laughs) someone I know who loves OD and was doing it for a small company of about 50. And then HR, once you get to 50, HR issues become a different animal. Yeah, And so he has hired two HR consultants to help him with things. And he has another job, too. You know, it's like in a small company. Oh, yeah. Many hats. <laughs> yeah, many hats. And um, he was very excited about doing the HR work until he had to do a tough termination um, where he couldn't do what he would have done before. Anyhow, he said, I hate HR. They make it so hard. You can't do what you want. It's um, (laughs) constraining. It's too legal. It just uh, makes no sense. You can't be fleet of foot. And I laughed. (laughs) (laughs) Laughed. And then I thought about how tough HR in particular has to be to hold a line against, talk about speaking truth to power. Yeah. And um, the irritating reputation sometimes that HR gets of, oh God, they're going to slow it down. They're not going to, um, and I was, so I was thinking both, I was mainly, I was thinking about how hard that is and the internal strength that HR has to have to say, for instance, knowing yep. the termination is coming a month before it's going to come. Sometimes disagreeing with the decision and having to support it as best as possible, legally, humanly, everything. And I think I was just wanting to say, 
kudos. <laughs> and this is an invisible part of the job, the gut fortitude to say no to power, slow power down, to wrestle with what you think is right. I do remember saying to my people, there are seven sides to every story. Yes. So get all seven sides and wait until you feel your stomach get peaceful. Well, that's great advice. Uh, it really is. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, don't act until your own. It doesn't mean somebody might not act upon you or force it, but know where your peaceful spot is about what's right for the business, what's right for the person. It takes wisdom to be a good HR person. Uh, I'll tell you this. So this is a good topic because, uh, you know, if I think about all the positions I've had uh, inside a company, uh, HR is far and away um, the most daunting and challenging, uh, uplifting and, uh, you know, a lot of satisfaction but you just get put into really tough situations, uh, almost impossible situations uh, that you need to navigate your way through. Um, and you and can't blab about them to the world. No. Believe, which is why, you know, one of the things I would like is that for HR practitioners in those tough spots to give us a call or to help you. We, I think we always had somebody outside to say, I got to talk to you about this. Yeah. Because you can't inside. And so then people begin to say, can I trust that Bob? Did he know this? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think, you know, they talk about the job of a mother is overwhelming and never done. Um, I think if I look at HR, um, any number of roles in HR, uh, there's so much to be done. And, and at least from my experience, you get sucked into so many uh, emergencies and flavor of the day issues. It's really tough to play in the bowels of the organization uh, to take on the really tough challenges uh, um, and at the same time, be able to kind of rise above it and, and help uh, the organization uh, be successful. It's tough. Well, yeah, and it, it's um, huff, tough. <laughs> it's tough. It's really tough. Oh, we'll use that word now. Um, to try to be proactive when you are doing so much reactive work. Yes. It, you haven't created your own agenda. And if you have, you're putting it off. <laughs> And and I'll, and I'm sure listeners out there can relate to this. There have been times, uh, like weeks and months, where I was in total reactive mode. Oh yeah, and and really feeling as if the wheels were spinning. Yeah. Um, so I I think we laid out a pretty. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not going to say bleak, but uh, uh, challenging. Uh, um, position that HR folks are in is there? Well, yeah, which is why I love Shroom, and and um, because it's really putting the pride back in human resources. And I remember giving a talk. I'll have to find my notes about modernizing HR, which I gave twenty years ago, <laughs> <laughs> which talked about you know being a, a partner at the highest table and being there at the initiation of things and. Um, understanding 
absorbing organizational pain. Yeah. Remembering that it's the company that's your client, not your boss, not the CEO. It's the company. What's good for the company? That off because it's in a tricky situation. I wanted to both help the person that was having to create a tough termination, and I wanted to help the person who was being terminated. And we got to find a different word. Um, and trying to thread that the needle in between those two. And often I would say, Joyce, remember you, the company is your client. Yeah. Not the CEO, not the person who's being let go. Um, you can listen to both, but the, it's the company. You know, um, so I know this isn't about solving the dilemma, but I'll, I'll tell you one thing that I found to be very helpful. Uh, and it's really the foundation of this podcast. And that's the strong partnership between HROD, because you just said, as an OD uh, executive, you were pulled into terminations. And I found that that partnership often helped me see uh, uh, issues and challenges from a systems approach. Yeah. So you're in the moment, you're doing what you need to do. Um, but then you can step back, particularly with my OD partner, which is you in many cases, yep. say, what's really going on here? And is there, mm-hmm. is there a way to uh, minimize or eliminate th- th- this constant situation, whether it's a termination, whether it's issues with turnover? Mm-hmm. Uh, How do we get to the cause? Yeah. Yeah. And I would say HR can't do it alone, but I, I just think. Well, and I think OD too off frequently went, hey, you know what we could do? Hey, I have an idea. (laughs) And thank goodness for HR would say, yeah, and you know what that would do to like salaries and like to training and to, um, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I think it's just an absolutely necessary partnership of equals. Yeah. I think that helps. So I like HR and OD to stand separately and together, neither one underneath the other. You know, there, yes. In terms of structure. And and I think this is true of OD as well as HR. You know, um, there's been a lot uh, in the last year with the pandemic around first responders and yeah. how heroic they are and how they really create a, a, a kind of a, a protective, um, you know, uh, impact on uh, the disease and what was happening. I think in many respects, HROD are like the first responders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, HR is. Yeah. When, HR really is. When the company's in trauma or uh, in, uh, in, in most challenging cases. Yeah. And I think I brought this up simply to say um, hats off. Yeah. Kudos. That kind of shut us up, but what's the most painful example you have or the most naughty example without giving specifics about people Was it that you've ever had to do from an HR point of view? Was it downsizing? Was it letting go of having, a, having to help an officer leave? Um, the chaos of new formats? I'll, I'll tell you the most challenging. So it's typically been someone leaving the company 
And the most difficult ones for me have been where I'm conflicted mm-hmm. about whether it's the right decision uh, or whether it's fair. So there are things that I've done in HR that I did, but at a deep level, profoundly disagreed with. I mean, sometimes externally, you know, selling the company or, but I'm not saying I wasn't true to my values, but, it, you know, you st- I stepped into a space where I did what I had to do, but didn't feel good about it at all. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not uncommon. So you're no, right. It isn't. Oh, that's what, and that's what, that's where um, I had some top level disagreements with a decision. And at one point, the CEO said, I hear you, I got it, and it's not your call. Yeah, yeah. And, but I still had, I had to get comfortable with where I stood. That's where I had to, no matter what, whether I could do something positive with my own set of values and decisions was different. But when I didn't have that, in general, when I didn't have that, my work wasn't good. Oh, gosh, I can think of times. Gosh, should we retitle this to In the Quagmire? <laughs> well, In Your Own Belly Quagmire, you know. Because <laughs> I, you got to stay grounded however you do it. I'd be interested in knowing how people stayed grounded. I can remember, I can remember moments when I've lost my grounding. Yeah. And I've done... Oh, you, how do you how do you feel? What's what's your indicators that you've lost your grounding? Oh, I, I mine is because uh, I once lost my grounding during a three day event. You were probably there, <laughs> and and it's a lack of courage because there are other times when I've lost my way, which is yeah. different. And I've pulled three hundred people together and said, "I'm lost." I don't know where to head at this point. And then they, they would tell me. But when you begin to think like your reputation is on the line or you should know. Um, ugh. You know, I've been fortunate enough. Uh, and on the um, receiving end, I mean, when I think about times when I've been conflicted or lost uh, or discouraged, uh, having, having an outside voice Mm-hmm. A confidant, a coach, yep. I just found to be incredibly uh, helpful. Yeah, and, and I, I've, and in, in my HR consulting practice, yeah, I have a number of HR folks. Even though we're not actively working uh, anymore, I'll get a call out of the blue and just say, "Look, Bob, I, I just got to run this by you because I am lost." Yeah. Um. So, uh, folks out there, if you don't have that confidant, you don't have that resource. Oh my gosh. Get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Cause that's how you do get grounded, but I hate when I'm lost in the moment. Oh yeah. Oh, in the moment. Yeah. There's what there, the old show that had a lifeline in the moment you froze everything. You don't have that in <laughs> HROD. And, well, and you know, here's, here's to us. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because yeah. Not everybody has to ha- carry such a broad point of I don't know how you have a broad point of view, but how uh, such a large context of truths yeah. to work your way through. 
it's well, you know, you how how is it different when you led a division? You know, as this is going to sound really odd. I felt, particularly in my time and my schedule, I when I was in operations, I felt totally in control. <laughs> no, I mean, I I no, knew, I know. I got up, I got up, and I knew what my day was going to be, Easy or where I was traveling, or what meetings I was going into. Yeah. I found in HR, and I learned the hard way, um, is that your day is so unpredictable. And that if you don't put in uh, a nice block of time for whatever is going to come up, you, you'll just go crazy. Uh, so I, I found the lack of being able to control not only where I went, but what I focused on to be a real challenge in HR, you know, because you had yeah. the crisis of the day and all of a sudden, you know, a, a three hour block of time where you do, you're to strategize over compensation uh, uh, ends up, uh, you know, putting out a fire. Yeah, I can remember with my team saying, I'm sorry, but the interruptions are your job. Yeah. Oh, God. Yes, you're right. So, so view it as your this is your job, not you know, that other thing you wanted to do. You know, it's funny. I, I uh, actually, it's not funny, but I, I was working with uh, a leadership team, a CEO, and and he would say to me, he said, you know, my, I don't think HR is working on the right things. I, <laughs> I, I don't know what they're doing, but they're out on the floor. They're in talking with employees all day long. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and I wanted to say, you know what? And if you'd open your eyes and see the issues that are out there and fix them, <laughs> they could actually come to your meetings. <laughs> I don't, did you get what I'm saying? I mean, it was yes. just, you know. Yes, yes. And I, I thought and I think and I'd love to hear from people that were kind of through that place of where HR was a nitpicky servant. Yeah. As opposed to a real co-equal leader at the table. And, and also that HR doesn't get left with compliance alone. Yeah. Compliance issues, you know, guarding and careful and. Well, you know what, and this is, this could be an episode all to itself. Mm. You know how you've been a real crusader for having managers be compensated, right? Yeah. Uh, every role that I've been in, in HR, I've always been the lowest paid person at the table. Mm. So, I you know, I was too. yeah, so I'm not sure, but I was paid even lower because I was a woman, you know, and I'm not begrudging. I mean, I, I, I uh, am I'm, now, okay. I didn't begrudge then. <laughs> well, I love my work, but, but it, but it, it, I felt that the lack of recognition, at least from a compensation standpoint, um, yeah, uh, against my peers, I did feel that I was a little lesser than. In terms yes. of voice, like, oh, remember that huge lawsuit that you prevented? Yeah. <laughs> yes, that could have brought the company down. Oh, you're so cute, that little compensation person. So, I, you know, so this is a real tribute to HR, and yes, I is. know it, this may feel gripey, but I, you know, we get the challenges um, because we've lived those challenges. 
Yes. I was going to try to add something more to that. I think I brought this up to say what you do is incredibly complex and nuanced and difficult and the value it adds is not seen fully enough. And it can't be often. Yeah. And uh, I think the reason we do these podcasts is uh, kind of a rec- not only a recognition of the challenges of the role, but I'd like to invite people that are listening today, if you relate to anything of what Joyce and I were saying, uh, get in touch with us. Yeah, we'd love to bring you on to talk about it. And um, we care. You know, <laughs> we're crazy, but we care. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 and, you know, so I, I think that's, uh, we'll leave it at that. Uh, but I think we're almost at time. So HR practitioners, OD supporters, uh, maybe let's keep it co-equal. The work you do is important and difficult and challenging. And thank you for what you do. We see it. Absolutely. I can't add anything to that. So Joyce, say goodbye. (laughs) Adios. Hasta la próxima vez. Till the next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on the Bob and Joyce podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and picked up an idea or two to go forward and do great work. For more information, please visit us at bobandjoyce.com. If you like today's podcast, please click subscribe. And even better, give us a quick review on Apple Podcasts. It supports us and helps others to find the show. If you'd like more ODHR content, please follow us on Facebook by searching for Bob and Joyce Podcast. Until the next time, be well and be safe.